watching Impact Radio, informative conversation by coaches for coaches with Frankie Dorn and Terry Hayes. Dream big, people often say, but to do that, you have to exercise your visualization muscles, important for both you as a coach and your clients as well. Frankie and Terry welcome Coach Mark Poland to the program to help us see that big picture. Hello there, ladies. Hello there. Hello, Vince. How's it Hi, going Mark. today? Yeah, great. Hi, thanks for having me. Cool. Well, we are talking visualization today because this is one of the uh, kind of unsung heroes, I think, of the entire coaching relationship. Uh, you know, there's a lot of coach training that goes into creating masterful coaches, and visualization is often one of those uh, kind of quote unquote foregone conclusions or it's a given, you know, that you're going to get really good at it and you're just going to be able to work with your clients. But it is an entire entity into itself and it's one that's well worth exploring, um, not only for the coach and how it applies in their own lives. Obviously, we love it when coaches walk their talk and use the tools, um, but also for how it builds, uh, how it builds success and progress and clarity in the coaching relationship itself. So uh, before we before we get to chatting here with Mark, Frankie, did you want to jump in on anything having to do with visualization? I mean, does, does what I'm saying kind of ring true for you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it is such a powerful process. And what most people don't understand is that they visualize all the time. You know, yeah. every day, every minute, they're visualizing about something, you know, which is imagination and but it's about really focused visualization, focusing on what you want, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Absolutely. And to do that, we're going to bring our guest here, uh, Mark Pollan online. Mark is a trainer, facilitator, coach, motivational speaker, uh, and a spiritual warrior, which I, I love that title myself. I, I think that uh, everyone a, should have one of those. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. I know. I, I have to step back now. Yeah. And so, Mark, welcome to the show. Glad to have you here. And, and he's one of my, my local hangout guys. He, he lives close to me. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. I'm really pleased to be here. Thank you. Fantastic. So when I, when I was kind of reaching out to the coaching community and I said, you know, what processes do people use and what skills and techniques are people really big fans of, Mark responded immediately and said visualization. And that kind of piqued my interest because everybody else who responded was like, oh, the such and such method and the so and so method and the, oh, I like this tool. And those are all great. I'm not knocking any of those. But to have a purist, <laughs> I love I love the response from Mark from you. Uh, just really, it's like, ooh, this. I like this. This helps people. Talk to me about... Um, first, how you came to coaching and training, and let's get to know you a little bit, and then let's dive in a little deeper. So how did you get started? Great. Well, I, I actually started getting my own coaching, per se, more than 20 years ago, and it really absolutely turned my life around. It had a major impact on my life. And I had the opportunity and the great um, experience of being able to give that back to other folks as a result of me doing a lot of this um, coaching myself. And I saw the power that it had for people. I saw the unbelievable experience that existed between the student and the teacher, per se, with regard to all of the incredible aha moments or epiphanies that people would have. And I just found that to be one of the most powerful 
aphrodisiacs, if you will, with regard to moving forward and knowing what I wanted to do with my life. It, it's just incredibly exhilarating and humbling and um, life-affirming when I get to uh, be part of a process that allows other people to get really clear about what's most important to them in their life. So I've been doing that for the better part of 20 years now. I I just recently completed my master's degree in leadership, which encompassed a lot of coaching and a lot of training and coaching. And and I've been doing it through my own life experiences and various components for the last 20 years. Absolutely. Well, and and I want to talk about one thing that you do that I think is uh, really compelling and, and very unique within our coaching kind of industry. And let's talk about your ropes course. And because leading from that, we're going to be talking about how visualization plays a role, not only in the, uh, you know, client coach relationship over the phone, which so many coaches do coach over the phone, but you have this great physical component. And we'll talk a little bit about how visualization works into that. But let's talk for a second, ropes course. What is it? How in the world did you get started with that? And what are you doing with it to help people now? So it's actually called a challenge course, just so you know, because um, we, we, we're trying to get away from the term ropes course because uh, generally whenever we mention ropes course to somebody, their eyes get really big and they're like, oh, so I'm going to be dangling from ropes. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, I won't overly frighten so, anyone then. <laughs> so it's a little disconcerting to some people because, you know, some people just don't feel as as um, comfortable doing uh, active, active, uh, active things. So a challenge course is an opportunity uh, for a group of individuals, and we generally target it towards families or uh, groups or teams or organizations or boards or committees, any, anything where they can come out and they want to experience some incredible breakthroughs with regard to collaboration, team building, communication, trust building, uh, leadership qualities, followership qualities. I mean, the list just goes on and on. And there's different challenges. So um, a a challenge course can comprise of a whole bunch of challenges on the ground Mm -hmm. or depending on what the needs of the clientele are, um, you can do challenges that are 50 feet above the ground as mm-hmm. well. So there's a whole bunch of things in between. And depending on, again, what the needs are and what any individual group is looking towards uh, building over that three or four hour experience, then it's up to the facilitator to kind of tailor that to the different types of challenges that they incur over that three or four uh, hour period. Awesome. Well, and in so, the second you said, uh, the second you said over 50 ahead, feet I'm off sorry. the ground, I was gonna say you said over 50 feet off the ground. Now I know why it scares people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, interestingly enough, so you said, uh, how long ago did I start this? Well, when I was doing my, my work, so to speak, and getting coached and getting trained and things like that, one of the first, one of the first uh, experiences I had in a challenge course it was around the same time I did my first challenge course. And the first element, because each, each part of a, a challenge course is called an element. So you can have a ground element, you can have a low element, you can have a high element. So the first element that I ever did was 
called the power pole, which I talked to you about earlier. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And basically it is that you have um, a bunch of people holding onto the rope that is supporting you that's tied into the anchor on your back of your harness. And so they are called belayers. So they're basically your lifeline to absolutely being terrified that you're going to drop 50 feet. And you climb up the pole, and it's a telephone pole around the size of a t- about 35, 40 feet up, up, you know, straight up. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time I did it, again, this was my first element, and I got up to about two staples, uh, which are the steps from the top of the pole, and my body just absolutely went into lockdown mode. My mind wanted to get to the top. Everything was like, you know, I was very achievement-oriented. <laughs> and it was just absolutely terrifying. And the people down below were incredible. And I got stuck there for about 15 minutes, and the facilitator was very patient. And they just told me to trust myself and to breathe, which are two of the biggest things that I can tell people when they go up on the power pole. Trust yourself and breathe. And visualize what going up to the top means for you. What what does taking those next one or two steps and standing up and achieving what you set out to do, what does that mean to you in the larger scheme of your life? Mm-hmm. And after about 15 minutes, I finally got stable because the pole tends to shake a little bit when you get up towards the top. <laughs> and you stand up, and you stand up on top of the pole, and you're just there on top of a pole with the rope attached to your, you know, your harness, but your body really doesn't know that. So you have to really be intentional about breathing and, and getting clear about um, just being still. And then you have a trapeze out in front of you, and that's another opportunity to visualize what that means as far as taking a healthy risk and going out and just lunging towards what it is that inspires you or, or is important to you. And you, you jump out for the trapeze and you, you either catch it or you don't. And the first time I went up, I caught it. And then you just drop from the trapeze and they lower you down. And so it was a pretty, pretty intense, uh, both emotionally and physically experience for me the first time I ever did, did that. And then I've been doing challenge courses now a lot and I've gotten uh, certified as a facilitator. I've been doing them a lot over the last 15, 20 years. And I just recently incorporated that as part of uh, a major part of my business, Dream Big Consulting, which I'm offering, again, to various groups to experience the same thing. Awesome. Well, and I, I think, for, Frankie, there we don't need naps anymore. I think our adrenaline is just fine now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, as I'm listening to you, Mark, I'm, I'm getting shivers taking me back about 50 years when I had to hang out laundry and stand on like a 20 inch high box and I had vertigo. I was just, <laughs> I was just terrorized. And I'm, I'm listening right. to you talk about 40 feet high heights and oh my goodness. So the, these challenges, um, what are some of the outcomes? I mean, I'm hearing that visualization and the practice of visualization is one of the outcomes. Is that right? That you could, that you could. Well, um, you, you can apply the visualization to anything. I wouldn't necessarily call an outcome. It's a tool. Just be clear about how 
the challenge course is just a smaller component of the larger aspect of your life mm, okay. and how you can apply the lessons that you learn on the course out to your life. So that's a great question because, uh, first of all, I want to make clear that so for a lot of team building and stuff like that, the lower elements are generally better because it requires a lot more collaboration and communication and team building. The higher elements are more towards individual sense of building confidence and self-trust and self-worth and taking risks. Yeah, because you're on your so, own 40 feet up. Absolutely. You're, <laughs> you're on your own, and major trust issues come up because, again, you are – you are vulnerable because while you know in your mind that you're not going anywhere, your body does not know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and so it's really difficult to remain focused. And so I, I would think one of the lessons learned from, from the power pole, which I just talked about, is just uh, being able to trust. Trust yourself. Trust others realize that um, it's okay to take healthy risks. And also the fear that comes up on, on some of these elements is just indicative of the fear that comes up for us every day. Mm-hmm. So whether it's for someone like you that suffers from vertigo, yeah, there's going to be fear there, obviously. And what value is there in maybe going a step or two farther than you thought you might originally have gone? Uh, what lessons can be learned from that? What value can you take away from that? And knowing that you went beyond your comfort zone and were willing to take a healthy risk. Yeah. And, and it sounds like it's a great catalyst for going deep into whatever's coming up because I'm sure some of the emotions, the thoughts that you have at 40 feet up are not the thoughts that you would have sitting at a desk. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It it can be a very emotional, uh, I I would venture to say, it can be a very emotionally gut-wrenching four hours, but in a good way, Mm. because because if you go out there with the intention of of, uh, being introspective and just listening, listening to your own voice, listening to the voices of others, there is so much to be gained, both on an emotional, physical, spiritual level uh, from from uh, going out and experiencing one of these challenge courses. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'm, I'm just going to jump in here because I think that two things that just came up in conversation really lead us straight to the heart of the whole concept of the visualization, which is about being able to visualize into places where you're particularly vulnerable, being able to visualize into them to help you kind of calm the body and calm the mind um, in a very empowering way. And and not only in the, the challenge course, but if we did take it all the way, you know, back to sitting at the desk or, or whatever it is, you know, that the individual, our client might be doing, uh, having a conversation with their boss or their partner or going to a networking meeting or any number of things, that that's really what that is about for them. It, that's about a risk. There's a risk to have that confrontation or that conversation or to show up authentically as who they are at some new event. And so, uh, Margaret, I would love it. You you actually use visualization 
in multiple places within your practice. Obviously, the challenge course is one of them, but you actually help use, you use visualization to help you determine what you're going to coach the client about or whether it's a good fit, kind of that onboarding process. I'd, I'd love it if you shared a little bit about that. Absolutely. So I, um, one of the great things about visualization is that it can be productive and healthy, either visualizing forward or visualizing back. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I do is generally uh, when a client comes to me, they may or may not be really clear about what it is that they want moving forward. Hence the name dream big, because we all have these big dreams, right? And then unfortunately it's, it's, very common where people will have all these stories and 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 excuses as to why they can't achieve or or uh, reach their dreams and that generally tends to cloud everything and all of a sudden you you end up forgetting what's really important to you and so a lot of people when i talk to uh about possibly coaching there's a lack of clarity. And so one of the things that I created was something that I call the rocking chair test. And it's a simple process where I uh, am with the client and I put them in a rocking chair. Or if there's not a rocking chair available, I have them visualize sitting in a rocking chair in a very quiet and tranquil place. And so it may may or may not encompass some soothing music, but it really is incumbent upon them just focusing in and getting clear about them uh, being at the end of their lives and sitting on the proverbial cabin porch and sitting in a rocking chair and and just rocking back and forth and thinking about what was important to them in their lives, what mattered most, who did they love, what did they accomplish, what did they, where did they risk? Where did they suffer loss? Everything that was absolutely most important to them in their life. And if there was anything that they kind of uh, let go of because of stories or excuses or anything like that. And it really gives them a chance to get really clear about, okay, so um, I'm at the end of my life now. What was really important to me? What mattered most? Was it love? Was it connection? Was it family? Was it spirituality? I mean, it could be hundreds of things, right? So then after this process, I bring them back to the present. And generally, it's a great part of, uh, of allowing them the ability to just focus on visualizing their dreams, what was important to them. And from there, once you're able to visualize and get clear about what's important to you, what your dreams are, then you take the steps necessary to walk in the direction of those dreams. And and what's the value to you as the coach, really? When you use that process, you use it with a client, what is the value to you? What are you getting out of it that you need to know in order to be able to best serve them? Talking about the rocking chair process or just getting clearer in general through visualization? Maybe both. I mean, maybe the rocking chair process, maybe just visualization on a larger scale, I think, uh, is is probably a valid question as well. Right. Well, again, so when I talk about dream big, there, there, are, different, there are different emotions and experiences that fulfill us in life that make us happy because ultimately we all want to lead productive and happy lives, right? 
Mm-hmm. So, so when I have these people get clear and do this visioning about what's important for them in their life, what that allows me to do is focus on, okay, so what is it then that you want to work on? What are the highest priorities? Out of those things that you say that are important to you, first of all, what are the experiences that tend to lend yourself towards feeling those emotions or those experiences? And then what are the most important to you? So let's prioritize them. And generally, when I take on a new client, I'll I ask them to come up with their three highest priorities or the three things that are really mattering most to them at this uh, at this time. Mm-hmm. And then we can develop a game plan. So that's where vision comes into play also is that nobody envisions themselves moving towards their dreams and, and being unsuccessful, right? So, or, yeah. or failing. So that's where you want to envision success. And, and so it's just like goal setting. You, you set these steps towards creating successes in every, in every footstep that you take towards fulfilling what's most important to you or what's, what's, uh, what's fulfilling to you. Absolutely. You know, and I mean, there's many different ways to visualize, right? There's the whole guided process where, like the rocking chair process, where you're actually facilitating the visualization. There's vision boards, uh, which I'm a huge fan of vision boards. So I want to talk about that for just a second. And I'd love to, you know, have you weigh in, of course, on that too. uh, And Frankie, but the the thing for me, I mean, I just have to share my thing about vision, vision boards is, uh, just the the way that you carry yourself, like, I mean, physical posture can change when you're looking at the picture of what it is that you're trying to create or what you're heading for in your life or how you view yourself or view your happiness. And I'd love to, Mark, get your, kind of your spin on vision boards. It's funny that you mentioned that about vision boards because I remember doing my first vision board for the first time and it took me forever to create it. <laughs> and what I realized was is that by creating it, I was actually putting out to the universe, yeah, this is what's important to me and this is what I want. Mm-hmm. And that's scary for some people. That's like standing up on top of that pole 40 feet and saying, yeah, this is what truly matters to me. Mm-hmm. Right? So the vision board was a huge, huge, um, huge experience for me because really what it was was put me on a um put me on a time clock so to speak or 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 just put my rear end on the line for really claiming what was important to me so once you're able to create a vision board it's it's almost like a goal setting board same concept again it's what's important to you and you're putting it down and with the end vision and result so with the vision board for instance, if you have, if money is important to you, if creating financial abundance is important to you, you you pick something out that is visually stimulating that will remind you of that goal every single day, and you put it up on your vision board. Mm-hmm. And vision boards can be small, large, whatever. It's just it's a visual stimulus that you get to wake up to every morning and get clear about what's most important to you and the steps that are needed in order to achieve those those dreams or those visions, if you will. Absolutely. You know, and in this day and age, we're talking about uh, visualizations you can do. Like I said, there's there's all sorts of 
tools that coaches can use to facilitate visualization with clients. Uh, Pinterest, as a matter of fact, I have to say, is is the kind of modern technical vision boarding exercises. You know, I, I have definitely worked with a couple of clients where I've encouraged them to, to create a Pinterest board so that it's something that they keep up on their, you know, uh, they can access it anywhere from their phone, from their computer at work, from, you know, that sort of thing. But I think that there's there's guided uh, CDs. And, and so even if a coach isn't 100% savvy or comfortable really uh, doing a lot of guided visualization or requesting visualization work, I think there's a lot of tools out here now that can support coaches in bringing that to their clients. Any thoughts on that? A lot of tools. A lot of tools. And, you, and going back to guided imagery, you know, something else I use, which was really powerful for me, it tends to be a great metaphor for people, again, getting clear about what it is that they really want to uh, spend their energy on moving forward, mm-hmm. is I use this, I use this um, analogy of this old antiquated mansion, and it's got all these different rooms, and all these different rooms signify something in your life that's important to you. And there are a lot of these rooms where they've been kind of locked off for a long time, and they have the the white sheets over the furniture and they're all really dusty and everything. And the windows haven't been cleaned in forever and there's cobwebs all over the place. And I invite people to get the key and go back into those rooms and dust off all those dreams and aspirations that they have long since forgotten about and get clear about what it was that was important to them. And mm-hmm. it's still important and do they want to dust it off and revisit it and clean up that room or do are they willing to just honor where they were at at the time and throw the sheets back on and lock up the room and move on to something else so that's a great visualization that i use as well a great guided imagery if you will yeah um yeah frankie we're we're going to take a a quick commercial break but when we come back, I'd like to talk a little bit about the science of visualization and, and how it changes the brain. Absolutely. So we'll be back in a second. Well, and I was going to say, before we go to that, I also yep. want to touch base on, uh, before we close out today, the some of the mistakes that can be made, uh, not necessarily with visualization, but, but uh, the mistakes kind of translating the purpose of it to clients. So we're going to talk about that too. Coaching Impact Radio is brought to you by Impact Coaching Academy, offering life coach training and certification in over 20 specialty categories, life, business, couples, health and wellness, and more. Courses can be completed as self-paced study, live teleclasses, or in-person intensives. Just like our radio program, Impact Coaching Academy is by coaches, for coaches. Sign up now for your free membership and receive over 30 hours of training and programming worth thousands of dollars, yours to listen to and enjoy absolutely free. Then set your own path for growth with courses that are starting soon. Check the calendar to see the current offerings. Impact Coaching Academy. Be a part of the impact at impactcoachingacademy.com. You know, we don't have a lot of time left, but I think it's it's worth, as we said before the break, talking about the science of visualization. And just to clarify, it's not 
just positive thinking. It's mm-hmm. it's very different from that. And there's a lot of studies that show that the subconscious controls somewhere close to almost 100% of our cognitive functioning. So just imagine that you are really, all of us are ruled by our subconscious. And if the subconscious is not aligned with what you want consciously, you're in trouble. <laughs> you really are. Yeah. And so visualization is a way of changing your brain. It's it's creating new neural pathways that form new experiences and new beliefs in your subconscious. And that's really what we're talking about. So if you think of how you can use visualization to change the subconscious thinking and those those you know deeply held beliefs it's almost like you're short circuiting the subconscious programming you know that holds you back when you're visualizing and because the brain can't tell the difference between what's a real experience and what you imagine you know it's it's taking in that experience as being real and that's changing your brain Mark, you want to comment on what I said? Makes sense those or not? Those are all great points. Absolutely. Those are all great points. And and um, when you were talking about creating those neural pathways, I, I almost liken it towards, you know, um, going out on a, a road trip somewhere and really not being clear about your final destination and you're kind of going west and then heading east and north and south and everything And the great opportunity for visualization lies in the fact that now you're creating a direct path from where you want to be to where you want to go. And it's allowing you to absolutely see where you want to be when the end result gets there and create this direct pathway instead of taking all these wrong turns and not really kind of seeing the end result that you had um, originally envisioned yeah, absolutely. And it's it's so powerful. And the transformation as a result of visualization can be so powerful that all coaches should be employing visualization as a tool mm-hmm. because it can really it it like you said, it creates your direct path from where you are to where you want to be. You know, it it kind of outlines the gap and you see it and you step into it. Yeah, I can't. Exactly. I can't imagine my coaching practice without it. I mean, can either of you? No, no, not at all. No, I mean, in order to get to where you want to be, you have to have a, you have to have some type of destination point, right? So, visioning is a great tool for for experiencing that destination point and providing you with the roadmap of where you want to be, whether it be a month down the road or five years down the road. Yeah, for sure. Well, and in closing, this is the the couple of points that I really wanted to touch on. We've got a, you know, I mean, we're a little over time, but we're okay. So I just want to use these use these couple of moments though to kind of wrap this up. And that is, um, is where some of the mistakes or challenges come in. And and the reason I really wanted to bring this in is because I think that there are uh, or there is a maybe a, a general public misconception about visualization that if you just quote unquote visualize everything is going to fall into place and that one of the mistakes i think that can be made is not stressing that the visualization does a a large portion of the work affects your brain chemistry absolutely starts to make your brain function in a different way um, but that you have to follow it up with the actual 
actions. Like you have to follow through right, to with the actions. Action. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a great point. Again, if you have, I'm going to go back to using the map here for a second, but if you have the map, but you never get in the car and turn on the ignition and start heading that way, then you're going to be stuck in your garage forever, right? Yeah, you're still not going so, anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really important that while getting clear and having the vision and envisioning that final destination point is important, then you have to surround yourself with the necessary support and also summon up the necessary courage to be able to take steps, no matter how small they may be. And I tell people this out on the challenge course that are terrified when they get three steps off the ground. Take one more step. And the people that take those one or two extra steps are are more inspirational to me than the people that race up to the top and leave everybody else behind, especially when they're doing a team activity. Because we all have our limit as to what we think we can do. And when you're willing to get out of that comfort zone and and take the risk mm-hmm. and and um, step towards what's important to you, that's that's where the that's where the fruit is, so to speak. Absolutely. Well, and and in closing for me, uh, that I think that this is exactly why visualization is so important, because the reverse of this, you're talking about the balance and and the action, is that there's so many people in the world right now that are doing nothing but taking action, 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 but it's fragmented, it's disconnected, and visualization is such an amazing grounding force for all that activity, um, and it helps you filter the activity, what truly takes you towards what what you desire and what is just distraction work or misdirection or, um, you know, kind of uh, anxious work, just, you know, filling up your uh, uh, space so that you can't face your fears kind of thing. So I think to me, one of the key components about visualization, and then I'd like to hear from both of you what your final thought is, is that in a, in a hectic, fast-paced, go, 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 do, do, do world, visualization is a, is a powerful grounding force for coaches to use and, and I hope that every coach remembers that and invests in becoming masterful at it. So, uh, Frankie, Mark, neither one of you want to jump in with a closing thought? Well, I, uh, I was go ahead, gonna, Mark. Oh, go ahead, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say really quick that I think as a coach, it's important also um, to note the difference between what I would call uh, directive uh, directive facilitation of of vision of the visioning process versus like leading them in the visioning process. And what I mean by that is, I found over the years that it's really important to give the people. So in terms of like the visioning board, it, it's really important to give people the concept of the visioning board and let them fill it out versus telling them, well, this is where you should be or this is what you need to do or, or, or something of that nature. It's really important to give them the, the blank canvas or, or the mechanism um, surrounding what visualization is and then let them do the work. That's, that's where the biggest payoffs are for clients. Very nice. Frankie? Well, I agree with, with what you said. And, you know, it's a very powerful tool and process and uh, you know as Terry said if you're not using visualization in your coaching practice it's time to take a look at it absolutely 
imagine just right at your fingertips a a tool that could <laughs> it's like it's right here go ahead pick it up it's okay <laughs> all right well thank you mark so much for being on with us today and mark poland mark tell folks how they can get a hold of you you can get a hold of me through my website which is www.dreambigconsulting.org and there you have all my email information my phone number is 360-303-6704 so i'd love to hear from you yeah absolutely give uh, give mark a call <laughs> I, I gave my phone number out on the air one time i'm still waiting for somebody to call <laughs> i think people are afraid i'm telling you call mark gosh darn it all right guys thank you so much for today and for all your thank time you. And with that, we're going to hand things back Thank to Vince. Thank you all for having me. Thank you for joining us today. Next week, we take another look at our series of cool tools and savvy systems for the 21st century as we are joined by Locke Cotter, founder of Satori, an online system to streamline your coaching. Don't miss that. Coaching Impact Radio is brought to you by Impact Coaching Academy. Experience ICA with over 30 hours of complimentary materials. Then chart your own specific training plan at impactcoachingacademy.com. And of course, join us and access the growing archive of programs at coachingimpactradio.com. Join us next week, same time and place, as we continue the coaching conversation. I'm Vince Hayes. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye.